I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast post-grand final 2015. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man, actually, Adam Rosenbach. You've actually been overseas for a while, haven't you? I have. Probably, not been in the country, Michael. Yeah, you probably need to catch up on the news, catch up on the news from the land. So, uh, Some of the stuff that I missed, yeah. New Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull. Uh-huh, yep. uh, t- a bit of a coup, a bit of a coup over Tony. Yeah, right. Uh, they found water on Mars. Do you wow. know that? They found water on Mars. That's we great. living on Mars. We could start a new league up in Mars. <laughs> we oh, should start what a new else league. Happened what happened there? Every team at Hawthorne. Three in a row, Adam. Everybody fighting Hawks. I did think about never, never ever coming back. Oh, man. Well, congratulations. You've got your third in a row. God, it's boring now. It's great. You've ruined, you know what? Hawthorne has ruined football. What? Do you understand that? Do you understand what you've done to our great game? No, you fucked the other, it. The other 17 teams have ruined football. No, mate. You guys, you can't win three in a row. And You, you know, this is, the first, uh, this is the first grand final I've ever missed. Mm-hmm. You won the country for it, yeah. Yeah, I've always been around for it. And I, and I actually, I genuinely had a longing to be around it, particularly the parade, mm-hmm. the day of, people talking about um, the, the grand final marathon the night before. Yep, yep. You it's go, a great oh, week. It's a great week. Yeah, it is a really great week, mm. and I wasn't I wasn't around for it. It's disappointing, but um, to see that Hawthorne won was just just shattering. <laughs> I mean, just it's really good. That people talk about death being hard, but mm-hmm. I say this was harder. I really like it how you're really supportive as a good friend. Just like you know, just, oh, no, your, your, no. your celebrations are my celebrations. Oh, oh no, no, you know, get no. get get around you. You know how much <laughs> I hate all you Hawthorne supporters. You know, I've made that clear over the last few years. And and uh, I mean, uh, Brisbane won three in a row. Yep, it's great. And I think the difference was was social media wasn't as big back then. Yeah, so and also now... you didn't know any fucking Brisbane fans. That's yeah, exactly. Why. You didn't know anyone. You knew a couple of Fitzroy people who yeah, jumped on, and that's old. fair enough. But they, yeah. also they had gone their whole life without any um, premierships. Yes, and you, and we could get behind that team. But you didn't know any Brisbane fans. Like you don't know any Brisbane fans now. So yeah. quit your whinging. Yeah, you're lucky to have us in your life, mate. Am I? We're really good. Which people. bit's lucky? <laughs> really? Which, which, we're tell me the lucky people. bit. Every single one of us. Why do I people. get out of you fuckheads winning three in a row? <laughs> uh, but I, I think also we really liked that Brisbane team. They were great, great uh, players. They were. And, and so, so is your team. I mean, yeah. that's the thing about it. You've got a great team and it, it just breaks my heart. You've ruined football. Nah, it's when, when it's supposed to be levelled out, teams are supposed to be... I mean, Carl, I Carlton I was in a premiership window, Michael. Mm, yeah. And we didn't get there. Mm. I mean, <laughs> Mick Malthouse is never wrong and Hawthorne proved him wrong. And that's yep. disappointing. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. I agree. No, it's, and it's not meant to happen. You're not meant to make four grand finals. It's not meant to win three in a row. Yeah. A gill, a gill must be angry. And, and Mike Fitzpatrick said something about... He had a line about it said something on the lines... Then they're the opposite of the Anzacs. Age will weary them. 
right. meaning that they will eventually drop off. Yeah. I found it weird. Yeah, okay. So what, what he's saying, and this is a good positive thing for every other fan out there, is they won't win seven in a row. Yeah. That's what Mike Fitzpatrick's <laughs> saying. They might get four, uh-huh. probably do five. Yep. <laughs> Six might be a struggle. But seven, no chance. Didn't uh, is it St. George in the NRL, didn't they win about 11 in a row? I in think the 70s about, or 80s or something? From about 50s through 60s maybe. That's Can incredible. Can you imagine that though? 11, uh, you'd say three's boring. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah, that, that, would be, that would be completely hateful. That would be boring for the players. Yeah. It'd be like, ugh. Not gotta, again. Imagine the reunions too. <laughs> yeah, it just you'd be still playing and going to another reunion. Yeah, you'd have your 10-year reunion while you're Whilst going. You're going, <laughs> for, your you're going for your 10th in a row. <laughs> So, okay, so I wasn't here for the week. So uh, you weren't here for the parade, which by all accounts looked fantastic. Yeah, I think people quite uh, enjoyed the uh, the move of the parade up to the MCG. Yeah. So it went along, was it Wellington? Wellington Street? I actually don't know don't know the route at all. I think it started at near the Treasury Building where yeah. it usually ends. Well, I thought I thought Hodgie made it take the back streets just in case. <laughs> he just didn't want to get picked up. He didn't know. Uh, went down Wellington Parade, I think, and then maybe hung a right hand yep. turn into the, uh, into the MCG car park. <laughs> well, it was close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it was close. <laughs> but I think and it's a good to, idea. Had to, had to pay six dollars to yeah to, to get, get in. in. <laughs> yeah, everyone individually had to pay as well. That's why there was uh, three or four players were in the booth. <laughs> Uh, but I, I think it was a good idea to move it to the G. Uh, mm. It was school holidays. It was a public holiday. Yeah. Families got down there. And I think that was great. It gave them, you know, a sense of uh, somewhere to be rather than being in the city, That's see true. the things up at Treasury Place mm. or where, where the Parliament House and then just yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah, true. And um, <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> and they set up a bit of a, a fan scene there too. Yeah. So the Fox footy, they had, the, we talked about it, various people showing up and doing yep. signings. and. Doing... Wasn't there a booth where you could go and, go and do KB's take? Yep, yep. You go in there and you just uh, ramble shit for 38 <laughs> seconds and you go, that's Adam's <laughs> take. And then they'd, they'd film it for, they'd record it for you and you yep. get it yourself. Yep, it's great. Ryan Crowley was there. He was running a, self, a safe injecting room. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It just, they, they made it a part of football. Uh-huh. You could go to Liam Pickering and he would just lie to yep, you. Yep, yep. It was really lie nice. right to your face. Yeah, yeah. it was great. <laughs> I think just the whole incorporation of football and the fans, mm-hmm. they did a fantastic job. You know, they had the, a booth that you could just hang out with Daniel Chick. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Like, just a lot of people are still there. Asthma medication. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so they really did embrace it. They really yeah. did embrace it. No, so I wasn't there for the week. I was, uh, as we did a couple of podcasts from Rod Car- Carter Studios up yep. in Sydney. And then I came back on a uh, 6am flight. From Sydney to Melbourne. Into Melbourne, right. Mm. And so you and your brother entered uh, Wayne Jackson Studios together. I did. I popped in. I had to pop in because I wanted to do some last-minute uh, research because there's rumours going around that Wayne Jackson Studios is actually my my home. Incorrect. No, no. no it's not, just no. a part of, the, part of your house. Yeah, I keep a room there because I'm yeah. up there late. It's yeah. like, I'd like to get into the war room and do, you know, look at the uh, the KPIs. Yes. You know, checking out, you know, the smothers in the back half. Oh, mate. Um, I, I can ring you at any time of the day and just go, uh, pressure acts, round 17, yep. 2004, and straight you bang, in you're all over yeah, it. Yeah, straight in there. You know, left-handed handball was yeah. the fat side as yeah. opposed to the thin side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, three. Uh, you know, how many foot candy was sold in the first oh, quarter? Okay, yeah, good. Hand candy sold <laughs> in the third <laughs> yeah, quarter. Okay. You know, against the wind, with the wind, all those kind yeah. of things. All on my fingertips here at Wayne Jackson Studios. I wander in, and uh, you've played a little game, haven't you, Adam? Oh, just a little, a little, little bit of fun. A little bit of a game. You've put, yeah. you've put go, go Eagles on my kitchen, on, on, the, ki- on the kitchen floor <laughs> of Wayne, Wayne Jackson, Jackson Studios. Studios. Yep, yep. Uh, in, uh, in coins, yeah. which shows I'm doing very well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I made it rain with a lot of fives. Yes. Yeah, so when did you do that? So I had to drop off some of the recording equipment to, to Wayne, Wayne Jackson, Jackson Studios because yep. I tried to take it to cash converters and they wouldn't have a bar of it. 
and so I had sat on that for approximately five days. Oh wow! You or six the... days actually, oh. waiting for that, waiting for you to come in and witness that. Well, you did. You kept that, kept that very quiet. Well done. Yeah, thank you. And and did you, you and your brother walked in together? Yep, yep, and had a good little chuckle. Yep. Took a little photo, popped it up online for all the junk timers out there. Yes. Uh, and then I, I think... It backfired, I mean. Well, later I on, I did maybe later in the night use the same coins yep. to send a similar message to you yes. when you're overseas. What did that message uh, say, Adam? It may have said uh, 3P. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> so you headed out to the G. What time did you get to the MCG? Uh, I had to get there. I probably got there about noonish, a bit past noon, I think. Okay, that's that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. So I went back had a bit of a family reunion, uh, and then how many people are down there at that stage? Is it just? Oh, it's pretty packed? crowded. Yeah, yeah, pretty crowded. Uh, and what about the line to the? Because you were obviously in the MCC. Yes. Uh, is there a big line or are people already in by then? Is people are in by then, yeah. yeah. I um, I actually got a ticket in the ballot that they have there, so they give up about 10,000 seats or so. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't have to stress about that and line up, but yeah, people great. were lining up. A uh, friend of the show, Emma Race, uh, yep. she uh, lined up, uh, I think, at 11pm the night before. Yes, they, they've done a sleep out the last few years. Yeah, yeah, they enjoy the sleep out. Yeah. But I, so I, I don't can't say for a fact how long the line was, but they said it was... Uh, it's actually improved on what it was. They've got... Toilet situation is better there, and also oh, so they're making it a bit of a thing. They open up. Uh, they said they open up a cafe or something there, or one of the restaurant yep. areas, so you can get oh, tea and coffee and no, a Dagwood dog. Yeah, yeah, and you can um, plug your phone in and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's not the um, you know like the olden days. <laughs> we just camp out. But what would happen? Because I know, I know, not being here, but Melbourne's weather was great, so you could oh, easily dude. camp out. But say it was the uh, 2009 Grand Final. Oh, the, yeah, the horrible day. Of with course, yeah. Geelong St Kilda. Yeah, three people died in that of hypothermia in yeah. that line. Well, mm. well, good three. That means three more people got in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it, it all works out in the end. But I mean, you say the weather was good. It might have been good overnight. No, not too chilly, but uh, it was pretty, pretty steamy, dude. Like was it? it was really steamy and really uh, windy too. So oh, what you're saying my is... Hay fever, my hay fever was off the charts. Yeah, right. But also, the at, at the end of the game, that means it would have been a lot of stinky Hawthorne fans. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, I think everyone had a, had a sense of victory about them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sweet smell of success yeah. about them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was really, 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 really hot. In fact, I usually walk around for a while Yep. and uh, take in uh, the radio teams and uh, even the Fox... Uh, footy guys were there filming. Oh, um, did you see the, the Wolfpack? I did see the Wolfpack. Wow. I, did. I showed up uh, just before they kicked off, so maybe that was 12 a.m. I'm not totally sure. Maybe uh, 12.30. Uh, about to kick off, uh, they walk out. Uh, they, move, they they look pretty hungover, all of them. Did they really? <laughs> I'm not sure if they were, but they're pretty casual. Yeah. I mean, they're... they're That's the way they roll, They're though. experts, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. They're experienced. The grand, the grand final, yeah. it's no, no, no different to any other game. They're experienced form. campaigners, mm. a lot of them. Got a, got, a, got a photo of Purple. Oh, yeah. Saw Purple. Yeah, and great. And then um, I think in the commentary they said, get around him about four times, four or five times in the first minute. Well, you have to. So get around him, get around him, get oh, around right. him, get around him. Everyone's getting around everyone. Wow. And then I think that... I think, I think the comment I said, I think I turned to my brother and said, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I wandered off. So I wandered off. I think um, I had a quick look at uh, 3AW and had a quick look at uh, 3RPH. Oh, good. The radio for the print handicap? Yeah, cool, cool. They're doing it. What were they, were they, they reading out the footy record? record? <laughs> yeah. And then wandered Number in. 14, Grant Birch. Yeah. Number 15. 
Luke Hodge. Favourite nightclub? <laughs> <laughs> the motel. Hey, it's That's way. sad. I was away. Mm-hmm. Look, I know we're distracted. We had a graphic, I know. There's big, but there's bigger fish to fry. Yeah, exactly. Bigger what fish a, to what burn. happened? What, why were you in there with the balaclava on at four in the morning, Apparently Michael? with the $100,000 worth of ice in a suitcase. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what exactly were you doing in there? Uh, so that, that kicked off. So anyone who doesn't know, Dane Swan's uh, local. Obviously kind of local, wasn't it? And he liked the place so much he bought it. Yeah, he yeah. bought shares in it. Yeah, bit like the guy who loved the shaver so much he bought the company. Yeah. Yeah, so Swan just said, I love that Carlton Draft so much. Yeah, I want to be a part of place. it every day. So it's called the Albion now? Yes, but and formerly known as, to every footballer out there, it was the motel. Yeah, and the motel. And so that was maybe like the Saturday night, Sunday night hangout for I the believe footballs. so. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe Sunday night might have been the Starbar, okay. perhaps. Okay. And then it was taken over. I think it went like kind of motel. Obviously, the tunnel, when I was growing up, was the place to oh, be. Oh, yep, down uh, uh, on Flinders Street? Was no, no, the tunnel? Uh, tunnel was off King Street. Oh, I'm going to say Little Burke Street. Uh, uh-huh, yep, yeah, yep. In between um, King and Spencer Street. That was the one where when I would get in and you'd just see, you know, Wayne Carey strutting around. You would. That was, and um, didn't, wasn't there JDs for a while in a similar kind of spot? Jason Dunn still took over? Oh, I've got a feeling no, J- JD's was open for a while. I reckon. Okay, I thought Jason Dunstall bought shares in the saloon. Yeah, the saloon, but the I think saloon. he did have JD's. In Turak Road. Did you ever go to the saloon? I did go to the saloon. I have been to the saloon before. Yeah. yeah it was just like it was stepping into the wild, wild west. Oh, dude. Just off Turak <laughs> Road. It was incredible. You went from uh, from really rich white people to really rich pot white people yep. in the wild yep. west. A lot of bottle blondes around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what were the other great nightclubs of the, of the football era? So then... Became kind oh, of I suppose the Metro was probably the main one, wouldn't it? Where Dermy drove his uh, motorbike into the Froyer. Is that? Do you not do that? <laughs> How do you get around? I, re- I usually ride my Vespa just straight into the uh, front bar at the Tankerville. I've got a feeling that the Metro might have gotten a mention in the rap by John Platten. Okay, which talked about so before. it should have. I think it talked about. It. They made the mistake of giving him a drink card one day. Yep, and so he just went hell for leather with some of the champions of the eighties and nineties. Oh, absolutely. So it must have gone. Okay, so it must have gone Metro into Tunnel, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that void in the late 90s where it went to, and then it sort of was Eve and Seven. Yeah, Boutique. Boutique. Boutique would have been, Boutique a, that would a, great that would have been a buddy hangout, sure. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. I did see him there. Boutique and Eve, yeah. And now, I don't know, maybe there's a lot of Club 23 at Crown with Warney. Do you reckon players go there? Oh, well, I would say, because you want somewhere where the ladies are going to go, and I'm not mm. sure if they're going to go to Club 23. Well, I reckon maybe Club 23 maybe after a premiership, because they would have their dinner yeah, at absolutely. Crown and stuff, and yeah. so it's a bit of an organised after party, and I say yeah. Warney, very accommodating man. Yeah. Um, but uh, there seems to be a lot of kind of after parties at Club 23 and the like now. After they, functions, after AFL functions. Do they still do the drink card? Is that a thing? Like, because a friend of mine worked with Rowan Smith, uh-huh. uh, Footscray champion, and he said, I think for his 21st, uh, Tunnel Nightclub gave him, or I think maybe when he used to rock up at the tunnel, he'd get a $500 drink card. Just, there you go. That's not bad. Twenty. So that's 20 years ago too. Yeah. So drinks would have been maybe three bucks then, four bucks? Do you yeah, reckon? yeah. So you're probably not getting through it, hopefully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would hope. That's quite incredible. Yeah. Um, then, of course, there were the local hangouts as well because, uh, you know, around Essendon uh, there'd be a lot of, you know, uh, players that lived in Ascot Vale and Mooney Ponds and well, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, so that North Melbourne team of the 90s, they probably had a certain... The Redback. That, that where they'd where go. Anthony Stevens got hit by the, the oh, fallen yeah, glass. That's owned by Wayne Carey as well, wasn't it? Partially owned by Wayne Carey. Oh, God. Big toilets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that North Melbourne team particularly, they probably had their yeah. regular hangouts because they would usually go out as the whole team, wouldn't they? Yes, they would. Mm. Maybe they went to the Leveson before Corey McKernan bought it. Oh, yeah, he owns... The, like a rather renowned Parmigiana place. Yes, yeah. yeah, the Leveson in North Melbourne behind the comic stands. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, I suppose Essendon and North Melbourne players went to the Cactus Club in in um, 
in Mooney Ponds, which is where I used to. Yeah, used that's to a bit more your hangout, isn't it? That yeah, area. That's where I grew up. Yeah, mm. so oh. that would be there. I'm trying to think. Oh, it's a trip down memory lane, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking like maybe the Hawthorne because there are there's like isn't there the Hawthorne Hotel, the Glenfrey Hotel? There's a G Bung. Yeah, there's a few places. They probably would have gone to the G Spot. Was that? Oh, yeah, there? that probably definitely would have been a spot. Yeah, back yeah. in the day, Cheers. Yeah. I think they called that. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's when they would have been closer to the club. Like they're not gonna. I don't, I don't know what kind of hangouts you got at Waverley. Maybe the um, what's that uni pub? That Monash uni pub? Oh, what's it called? Oh, I don't know. The Nottingham. I don't know that one. Yeah, that's like meant to be the Melbourne uni, that Monash uni pub. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Knot. It's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, and of course Geelong, famous with a lot of the ones I went to, Lammies and oh, Church. Is that Geelong? Yeah, the Church. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Ah, oh, see, we've worked everything out. And also, that oh, was of course, a... there's Metro in Metro in Perth too. So the, that's where that's where. There was that shooting, wasn't there, that Cousins and Gardner didn't see? Yes, I think so. Isn't that, didn't Cuz break his arm in the falling down the stairs falling after downstairs. a fight with Daniel Cousins? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's that's a really good play. Really good things have happened. And oh, and the Ramsgate too. There's a oh, whole the fucking... Ramsgate. How can you forget Someone needs the to write a book about fucking footballers hanging out in nightclubs and pubs All right. Ramsgate. We're oh. going to put it to you now, Junk Stories. Timers. Hit us up on the email. Mm. Uh, Junktimeoforpod at uh, gmail.com. Yeah, hit us up because we've, we've missed a lot. Obviously, yeah. I want to know uh, footballers that own pubs. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a lot out there. I mean, the pub next to me in North Fitzroy, mm. is owned by Percy Jones, yep, former yep. Carlton Ruckman yep, and yep. champion. Premiership player. Yep. He just took that over. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they love getting into pubs. Mm. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Dean Wallace owns a pub tab somewhere. Well, I, I just somehow I was looking him up the other day, Charlie Sutton, mm-hmm. um, the Western Bulldogs' uh, only Premiership captain. Yep. Yeah, and um, he came back to coach in the mid-60s or so yep. and then had to give it up. Because his business running a pub was too much, so yeah, he couldn't okay. do both at the same time. Yeah, obviously Luke Darcy owns quite a few bars. Does he owns a few? Yeah, yeah. It's a, Did, it's a big thing to get into, isn't it? Didn't Lingy, Lingy own a couple? I think he owns a lot of the pubs in Geelong. Yep, yep. yeah, he's all over that. A bit good money spent, wasn't it? Yeah. So tell us also like the 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 pubs and nightclubs that we're missing as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Where does Sydney go? Where do the sweet Sydney players go to drink? Hmm. The Baton Ball. Sure. See the Baton Ball. I don't know. Where's that? Oh, that's just near 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 the ground. Near Moore Park. That's where Ian Terps Terpy used to do uh, trivia night. Of course he did. R.I.P. Terps. Yep. Um, maybe uh, we had a friend of mine uh, talked about they saw uh, Ty Keneally mm-hmm. at the Bondi Hotel. Yeah. Okay. So that's where I thought they might have headed, or even somewhere like Randwick, somewhere posh. Mm, they're not. Mm. You know, they're not your blue collar. They're not out in the Blacktown RSL. No. 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 They're not going down to the Penrith Panthers. No. Uh, no, no. They're not going there. Um, yeah. So I reckon. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Although, oh, even maybe even they're going a bit more. Oh, could they be going a bit? Would uh, they go to Ivy? Yeah. I was going to say the establishment. Are they a bit like that? Maybe. Yeah. But see, that's late night, isn't it? Yeah. That's when you've had your few beers. You yeah. Had a few froffies. I'm sure little little Jess and Jess and Buddy want to head down to the Ivy. They yeah. get free entry. They'd be looked yeah, after. Yeah, that's true. Treat. Yeah, get, get, if there's a big crowd, he'd get all anxious. But you got the pool up the top, don't you, at the Ivy? Oh. And so you can play the game. Yeah. Go and have a few drinks while you do it, and do your recovery, recovery at the same time. That is great. Oh, you got ice it all in one. Is the same. Got, and you got ice there as well. You yeah. can put the ice on your shoulders, on your <laughs> yeah. knees. Just walk through the pool. Yeah. G'day, love. How are you? Yeah. yeah no worries. Okay, you. You twelve thirty. Okay, you one thirty. It's good recovery. You keep your blood flowing. Yep. <laughs> Although he's slightly dehydrated, but you that's get a, okay. Get a good rub down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the grand final, let's talk about Brian Adams and Brian Adams and James Blunt. How was the pre-game entertainment? I did not see it. Yeah, I don't think I saw too much of it either. I could hear uh, a lady at the front. when I, It was about the time when I walked into the ground, so there was the lady at the front kind of doing the, you know, yeah, ticket box on the left, get your tickets there, no room on the top level. And uh, she said, uh, Brian Adams is currently playing inside. Yeah, <laughs> so people were holding back. It was back. a... Crushed to get in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't see Ellie. Uh, and I did, and much like last year, maybe it's a good omen. The Really, the time I kind of walked in, always maybe in the ground, but maybe chatting to people, when I began to pay attention was when our old friend... Mike Brady. Got nothing to put did he nail it? Yeah. Did you get okay. hair, do you, does a hairs stand on the back of your neck? People seem to really enjoy it. People were joining in. Yep. So he did up there Kazali. Yep. Uh, and he did it kind of on the wing. Yeah, he's yeah, got okay. a spot. Facing the members. Yeah, or facing, facing the AFL. Facing the members, but on the far side, on the fat side. So he was like... If oh, you, right, so he's facing t- over the centre square. Yeah, so if you're watching TV, he was on the far side. Now, as a performer, uh, as a comedian, you would know this, the one thing you don't want is a bit of empty space in front of you. Uh, you always like a crowd to be right up in yeah, front yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. To do it uh, with his eight, no, 110 metres. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that he's performing for the TV audience. Not for oh, the, he's a professional, isn't he? You know, not for the, you know, the insurance. And <laughs> you reckon just insurance. as he played his last string, he just went, see you fuckheads next yeah. year? They went, yeah, <laughs> yeah same right. time. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a 99-year lease yeah. on that. Can you have it in September next year, dickheads? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, really kills the business. <laughs> Not good for business. I can't write an October song. You fucking know what I told you. I can't rhyme it. Get off me. What You said he might have... He, did he do two songs? No, I think he just did uh, Up There Kazali. Yeah, okay. Because he couldn't have done One Day in September again unless he did One Day in October. But I don't he think he would do have it. done that. No, because no, no. September and Remember. Yeah. What's yeah. he rhyme in October? We got that. Cold sober. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we did that last year. See, it's like we should get Mike Brady just for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they uh, they run out. Um, National anthem. Kate Sobrano. She apparently got the words wrong, which I didn't. I didn't hear that. But she said. Really. I think she said in history page, "Let every state advance its right there." Oh God. That. Yeah. That. Uh, to me, that kind of sullies the grand final result. Uh, if anything, it's. It, Felt like a loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I straight away, I just hung my head. Yeah. Fuck like, Kate Sobrano, yeah, really. That is disappointing. I mean, if anything about grand final pre-game cool. entertainment, you do not, you don't fuck that up. It's cool, though. But being a Scientology uh, enthusiast, as she is, what they've yes. done, they've uh, they've made her clean a toilet with her tongue. So it's worked out quite well. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> so the game starts. Yes. Uh, uh, so no, I, I actually watched the first half of the game. I was on a... Uh, now, where were you? Now, tell me your little journey to this time. So I was in the Middle East doing gigs for the Australian troops, the yeah. Australian Defence Force. Oh, you're very brave. Thank you, man. I am very brave. Mm-hmm. I got gastro, so I ate anything and I didn't end up well, uh, lest we forget. So where did you travel from? Like, what? give us your little... Can we, for security reasons, can we talk about where you went? I was in no, I actually can't. I, I was oh. in the Middle East, so yeah. I was on I was on a few different air bases through the Middle East mm-hmm. region, mm-hmm. and happened to be one an Air Force, uh, an Australian Air Force base. Yep, where there's lots of uh, planes, as you could imagine, uh-huh. and lots of troops. Yep, and so the game was on at eight thirty uh, in the AM. Yes, in yep. the AM. They're seven hours behind. There we go, us. guys. Just look at the time difference and work out where Adam was. Yes. No, there you go. <laughs> uh, so there you go. I've given that away. start, I got to watch the first half, then we had to, we were going to another base, so we're Mm -hmm. getting driven around. Yep, yep. And so I lost coverage after, I think, I had uh, had my mobile phone with me, we had internet coverage where I was, 
West Coast kicked the first two goals of the third quarter. Is yeah, that correct? roughly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first one. I'm just looking at the little yep. um, snake tail here. First one. Two of the first three. Two of the first three. There yeah. you go. So I left uh, the base thinking, thinking perhaps come back. there was a little bit of a comeback mm. in this. Mm. And then we arrived at the next base about two and a half hours later. We had no uh, way of finding out until then. And the first Australian troop I saw... Was wearing brown and gold face paint. He actually was a Hawthorne supporter. Oh, really? Yeah. Of all the fucking people at the base. Yeah, exactly. He was annoying. What a hero. What a brave man. Yeah, very brave. Take back what I've said about the troops. I love them. (laughs) And he just said, yeah, Hawthorne smashed him. Yeah, great. And I was like, ah. And I said, Norm Smith, and he said, Cyril. And I thought, from what I'd seen in the first half, absolutely. Yeah. I condone that. Were you happy about that, Cyril getting a medal? It's a great story, Adam. He was fantastic. Morris used to live over the road from me when I was growing up. Don't really? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, Morris used to... I can't remember having brought this up before. Really? Yeah, it's a real... Because it's almost like I did it. Mm. I've got a connection. Morris Rioli used to live across the road from me when I was growing up until I was about maybe eight or nine. Yep. And maybe a bit a bit earlier than that. And um, Is uh, that the I first... remember once seeing him walking around his veranda in a towel. With the Norm Smith on? No, no, no. I thought he would have got around. No. Do you care about the Norm Smith? Because uh, obviously oh, Morris Rioli one. won yeah. it in 1982. I think he'd be kind of slightly chuffed, but it would... Wouldn't be it, meaningless. Yeah, it wouldn't... Uh, it'd be is, something maybe you reflect on later on going, oh, I did well then. Yeah. yeah. Is that the first uncle-nephew combination? Is well, that if you chuck in, um, you chuck in uh, Michael Long, the bloodlines, mate. Ah. Working from every angle. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you would be. They're all across it. Hmm. It's a good story. Yeah. Should be happier about Hawthorne's premiership, Adam. Mate, I'm, I, internally I'm just over the moon. But that's, I thought it was great for Cyril. He was yes. fantastic on the day. And yes. What he did in the first half, it, it kick-started you, mm. that, that run down and tackle. Yeah. I don't know where that West Coast player thought he was. It was McGovern, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it wasn't McGovern. No? No, it was, uh, it was another guy. But, um, that's true. And he, uh, as soon as he had the bounce, I was like, you're in trouble, mate. You're yeah. in trouble. Yeah. Just who, do you not know Cyril plays yeah. for Hawthorne? And run after you and look around over your shoulder and go, oh, there's Cyril. Oh, I just have a quick bounce. Yeah. A uh, quick little little smoke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. chill I've, out. Yeah, I've, uh, I've a little pie. Yeah, and then I'll I'll, I'll I'll evade him. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Look at that. Look up at the uh, screen. There's me. Oh, there's me. Oh, look, mum, dad. Oh, look, I'm getting pinned. I'm getting pinned. <laughs> oh, it's just good to be on TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good. But uh, so, when did you think you had it in the bag? Uh, I suppose a bit of the pattern of last year. I think we went in at halftime 31 points up, I think. Yeah. And I think they'd come back from about 43. Again, similar. I think we might have got to about 43 last year and maybe Hodgie maybe put one through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're happy, but again, modern game. Yeah. can turn around very quickly. Oh, absolutely, mate. It can. <laughs> this day and age. I mean, the web. The web can really... Yeah, I thought the web you. was great. <laughs> the web is really good. Yep. Charlotte's web. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they came back for about the first 10, 15 minutes of that sec- of third quarter. Yeah. So, yeah, you were getting a bit nervy then. Um, unfortunately, poor Darling um, copped one in the face when he dropped one. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. I read about that. Yeah, so... It, so it was a pretty bad should he have marked it? Oh, no, I think it's just the idea that he lost it in the sun because it right. literally did hit him on the chin. Yeah, And okay. then he kind of... He's got his hands up and he hits him on the chin and then he drops it and then he can't get and pick it up. Birch yep. hands it over to Duray and then Duray pops it over to someone. Uh and so I think if they kicked that goal, they would have gone to 18 points. Yeah, okay. And then we have the turnaround, we kick a goal, so it goes back out to about 30-odd. Yep. I think Shuey kicked that one, actually. Seven, seven goals. Everyone was out. loving Shuey, Adam. Oh, yeah. Everyone was, it, was, it was like Hawthorne supporters were desperately apologising for all the shit that we've given him over the last six years. Yeah. And so whenever he'd get the ball, people would go crazy. And I think it was a bit of like, no hard feelings, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay, aren't we? We're okay. Yeah, but he, he cost him a couple of goals, though, didn't he? Cost... 
Hawthorne a couple of goes or Eagles? Or the Eagles. There was one where he should have handballed over the top to Cripps at one point, I think, early in the oh, game. Oh, no, no, it's not Shoey Shoey, like uh, Sean Makers. Oh, Shoey. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry. I got confused there. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you guys are loving him. Yeah, yeah. No, Shoey. Eagle Shoey. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he did. He um, There was one he could have popped over in the first quarter, I think. Yeah, I And think then it was there the was another one where he, there were about four or five Eagles around. Yeah, he could have held on to it from the 50-metre line all the way through. But he went for the pass and put it straight down Duray's throat. Yep. Mm. So um. Oh no, no, Ryan. I'm, I'm, I'm I was wondering why you were, you were all over Luke yeah. Shuey, but uh, yeah, Ryan Showmakers. How excited did you get to? S- we'll get to this later. We'll, we'll go through the game. I'll ask you if you went on the Sunday. Were you behind? So from your angle in the MCC, yeah. were you sort of have a great angle of Hodgie's left foot banana? Uh, that not pocket? a great angle, or so. <laughs> That's one of the best goals I've ever seen. Yeah, and it was also uh, what happened. Two fucking giants were standing up in front of me, getting back to their seat. I was like, oh, thanks for ruining that grand final moment, you fucking neutral supporters. Were <laughs> so they? Oh, that's two shit. people, two people were wandering by me when yep. he kind of put it on the boot. No, I could see it, but I, you know, that's the point, mate. You want to see it live? Yeah, no, that was incredible. And and moments like that are when you kind of go, we're on here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everything's going to fall our way. A bit yeah. like um, near the end as well. Uh, I think when we got out to fifty odd points, it's when Smith dribbled one through in a pocket, which was not as incredible but similar to that one Langford kick, that bouncy ball. Yep. And when not, when things like that are happening, then you kind of go, We're it's okay. all under control here. We're okay. Yeah. So post-game, you're going bananas. Who are you hugging? Do you think, and this might be wrong, hmm. but in my head, in a way, to me, this is a bit how 08 was meant to sh- turn out. So this is kind of like an established team and then a couple of upstarts. And to me, like this was how it was meant to be Geelong winning by the 40 points, but kind of, do, do you have anything thinking in that regard at all. Hang on, what do you mean? Do you think West Coast should have won? No, no, like, just like, this is how the 08 game should have should have turned out, like, kind of... The, for Geelong? The, yeah, like, the upstarts, kind of... Eagles were the upstarts, you know, that had left yes, up the yes. ladder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, maybe there's a couple more years of being there. Because, I mean, you think about it, people were walking around in their fifth grand final. Like, a third of our team was walking around in their fifth grand final. That's incredible. And then... And disgusting. What, maybe two or three people are playing in their first or second. I think Xavier yeah. Ellis would have been up to two. No, three, actually. Yeah. And, um... Uh, Sharrod probably played in a couple. Yeah, he played. probably played three. Yes. Uh, and then I think there might have been one more who might have played in the grand final. Oh, was it a dude from, dude from 06 maybe? Lacroix played in that. There and I go. think he had like two touches. Um, and he didn't better that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know. I, just, I think it very easily get overawed by that. Yeah. Walking in, 100,000 people. No, you just got to – got to. when you've played um, – if you've played uh, PlayStation or something, you, a lot of those, a lot of those crowds that you're playing there, yeah. when you're playing, you know, Premier League football, good point, big crowds, yeah, good point, and they've performed under them. I'm sure they've been involved in penalty shootouts <laughs> at the World Cup. Well, you can get an AFL version of that game, can't you? You can get an AFL. Yeah, version. You probably can, but yeah, well, no you, one plays. Yeah, <laughs> it's too confusing. So post game, you're going True. nuts, lots of hugs, high fives. Did you? You obviously stuck around for the uh, presentation. Yep, yep, yep. Hung around and then waited around again for the uh, the place to come out again after. The, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so what do you do in the interim when they all go inside and, and they sang horses? Oh, dude, I'll get we'll get onto that. I write okay. that down. Yeah. Um. So I. Uh, I went down to the boundary and yep. they watched them do the lap of honour and you're kind of going, yeah, and you're you know, high-fiving them. Yep. Well, you're not. T- I didn't get that close to touch them, but um, that's, obviously there's a, that's before the courts. Yep. Um, and then you just have a drink or two yep. uh, while you wait around until about 7.30, I suppose, when okay. they come out again. Um, by now your phone's dead, yep. so you can't really contact anyone. Uh, they come out again. Uh, like I said last year, the ground was really hard. Went down to the ground again, just double-check that. Ground, yep. Ground's really hard. So you're on the ground? Yeah, yeah. I, want, I, I sat there... 
probably out in the fifth row watching it as okay. they get presented, just for a better view, and then kind of just wandered down because people are having a gig and having photos and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Um, and then you kind of drift off, drift off into the night. That's so you didn't go to Glen Ferry then? Uh, not oh, where, where do they where do they go to the oh, they'd crown? go straight to Crown yeah yeah okay yeah and then probably do go to Club, Club Twenty Three absolutely yeah the thing yeah um, so yeah Goo was on SCN um, mm-hmm. I think he might even work there now really yeah there's some reference to him maybe working there or something okay maybe he's given the bets for the week or something yeah tipping <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's he's in the red yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man I wouldn't trust him yeah so he talked about the story about how he did it yep so he. Uh, a few years ago. So this is uh, this is Hawthorne singing horses after a big twenty thirteen uh, during yeah, twenty thirteen. He said he just really likes the song. Yeah. So he had it handy and so he popped it on. And then he said it began it began. What do you mean he had it handy? He well, had he, it, he took it interstate on, on his, a CD on his iPhone or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe he's saying. And I'll get to this bit, but he, I think they then began to sing it each week. There's a bit of a muck around. Yeah. And so then Clark made a big thing. Okay, 2013 after the grand final, we're going to sing the song, mate. That's what we're going to sing. Yeah, right. And then it's become a thing. So now it's, uh, I suppose they do it after stirring interstate victories. Yep. But and they did sing it. Uh, I think Daryl Braithwaite got up at um, Crown and sang it. No. Yeah, I'm pretty certain he did. I wow. saw a little bit of footage of that. That's confident book in Braithwaite. Because there, there was also footage going around, which was incorrect. And you might have seen it. But it was them in the circle with the cup in the middle and... They've put horses over the top of that. Oh, really? That was them singing the team song, and someone put that sound over the top. That oh, wasn't correct. Oh, okay. That's disappointing. Yeah, well, that was just bullshit also. Um, if anything, it's misleading. Well, it's, it's disrespectful illegal. to horses. Yeah, it's disrespectful to goo. Yeah, it's disrespectful to Daryl Braithwaite. So at the end of the interview, Andy Marr and Andrew Gay, they said, you know, sing a bit for us like we did at the uh, live yep, show. Absolutely. Goo's got some pipes on him, man. Really? Yeah, he starts singing it, and you go, whoa, goo, got a future, mate. So he's going to go from uh, become a Daryl Braithwaite cover band. Yeah, how's that? <laughs> <laughs> so they sang it at with Daryl Braithwaite at Crown. I think that would have been amazing. It would have been pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a bit of footage of them mucking around, um, Brian like having a bit of a boogie and stuff like that. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it's as much for the partners as it is for the players. Oh, absolutely, Michael. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Oh, one more thing. Uh, you, did you go down to Glen Ferry on the Sunday? I did, did. I battled through. Yeah. Oh, How many people were there? battled through even more hay fever, Adam. Mm-hmm. was not a good good, good grand final weekend for my yeah, nose. Yeah, right. Lots of pollen. Yes. Um, I can't tell you really the figures. It was pretty crowded. Um, uh, I think no, no, I think about 10,000 just bandied around. But yep. uh, who really knows? And uh, I got there just as I was being presented on the um, stage. Mark Howe did a very good job, actually. Okay. And um, and I saw the line for you can get your photo with the cups. Uh-huh. And I've missed out on doing that the last two years. Yep. Well, I got one with the 13 cup, but that was about a month afterwards. And so I thought, oh, actually, I'll just line up here because then the rush will come when they're... Ah, right. So you, you got in early. Yeah, so I got in relatively early. I just kind of sat there and, well, sat there and... and Read this kind of uh, kind of booklet. This almost like a review of the year. Yep. And uh, waited for about an hour and a half, I think, and then uh, got my little moment with my three lovely little ladies, yep. my three shapely little darlings. And you sent that to me. <laughs> and I really, really appreciated it. You weren't the only one I sent it to. Yeah, no, I could imagine. No, I could imagine. The phone got a good workout yeah. after that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but that was quite nice. Get a nice little photo. Yeah. And uh, I did get a bit of a. Ooh. This was really cool. Like when I kind of stood behind the three of them, yeah. And you kind of you don't have much time, and so you can't be kind of picking it up and going, Rah! yeah, yeah. But um, you didn't fill it with champagne and drink out no, of it. Okay. No, hmm. no, I didn't. You know, put <laughs> start throwing Gatorade all over. Yeah. The place. 
But uh, yeah, he did get a bit of a thrill, a bit of like, a, oh wow, it's like three. In the grand final, after you win, do they get a person in the middle and just dump Gatorade on them for their first premiership win? Are you that arrogant yet? Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Shuey and James Frawley got in the middle and yep. they got flinged in the face with a bit of Gatorade. Ah, oh, isn't it disappointing that James Frawley's a premiership player? Mm, well, you know. Well, good on him. Well, that sounds like a fun weekend, mate. I'm really happy for you. Shall we um, go through a couple of things that happened there, Adam? Yes, absolutely. Um, our old friend, JJD. Oh, were now, you hanging with him? Uh, no, I, 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 I kept out a cursory glance for him. Yeah. Like, I wasn't going to be too... I went down to the spot where I normally stand, but this yep. was like two hours before the game. Yeah, okay. Took a photo. He's got better things to do. <laughs> yes, he did take a no photo. No one was there. Yeah. But uh, I, I can't imagine he would have been sitting there even... Even though it is, you know, he probably likes to keep his routine. Yeah. But also, he's now a hobnobber with the AFL, and so he well, probably gets some pretty sweet tickets. In but fact. also, he would have been with the other Hawthorne parents, wouldn't he? Oh, maybe, maybe. I would have thought yeah. they put them all together. He might have been with ISD and LBM. Yep. Like uh, we talked about, uh, we got tweets about earlier this year. Yeah. But here's a story. This shows what the, how great the man is, okay? Mm. Article in The Age the day after about scalping. It's a... It's a scourge on society. Yeah, it's, it's horrific. It's terrible. Yeah. And there were people it's worse than around. ice. You can hear them walking around. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, Adelaide man, Shane Retschke, said he was approached by about four different men trying to sell tickets from $500 to $600. Yeah. He it's said, not bad, though. It's a bit dodgy, he said. Hmm. It's a bit dodgy. You don't know. I wasn't surprised, but to be legit... You have to sell them at face value. That's bullshit, Shane. Yeah, they're scalpers, mate. Yeah. They're not doing it. They're not doing you a favour. <laughs> yeah, it's not a community service, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Good Samaritans walking around. Yeah, they go, what? mate, uh, cost me 400 I'll give you two for 200 Yeah, actually. I just want you to enjoy the game. I just want you. Are and you I, a Hawthorne supporter? No, he was an Adelaide neutral. He didn't back for either. Yeah. And so I was like... Oh. No, but he's... Uh, oh, Shane is. Yeah, Shane's a neutral. What the fuck are you buying tickets for, Shane? <laughs> go back to Adelaide, buddy. <laughs> so Shane's hanging out. Uh, first time trying to go to the grand final. But not barracking for either team. He said he wasn't that desperate. Okay. All right. So we stop. What he's he's just what's Shane doing? He's just wandering past the gym and goes, you know what? I think I'm a pop oh, in. I'm going to the grand final. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was usually last week in September. Hmm. Mike Brady told me it was. Oh look at that! There's, there's uh, Jared Healy. And yeah. There's David King. They're going through the tactics. This is unbelievable. Okay. So here here it happens. Right. Is that the wolf pack on his, in October? <laughs> Wait a second. I can. I think I can eat wolf pack. Is that purple? I think that's purple. I think that's the best newsbreaker in the game. Purple. Yeah, yeah. Um, he got the. He later got the shock of his life Ooh. when Hawthorne player Jack Gunston's dad Ray, former CEO at Essendon, walked up and gave him a free ticket. What? Shane says, I feel so relieved when people are selling them for 500 or 600 bucks and Jack Gunston's dad comes up and just give me one. That's insane. Mr. Goreshki said. JDD yeah. wandered up, handed him a of ticket. Of course this guy's going, it's great. Yeah, you saved yourself 500 <laughs> bucks, of course. Off the goodness of his own heart. Just, he said, look, fellow fellow football fan. Yeah, not fellow, even the fellow right team. Brethren. Yep. Let JDD. Me, let me stand here before you and hand over this little piece of paper. I will not accept money for this. Where did JJD get it? That's what I want to know. He did, he <laughs> well, did bash probably, for it. Probably is a spare. He's probably sitting up there next to Gillen. Yeah. This guy from Adelaide, Shane. <laughs> yeah. Gillen, tell us about your property portfolio. <laughs> so isn't that incredible? JJD. 
And then on top of that, so uh, Stuart. Maybe JJD stood someone up. They go, oh, Gil, Gil, uh, Jack, uh, Jack Gunson, dad, I, I got you this ticket. Yeah, thanks, man. I'll see you up there. And then, <laughs> and then Shane sits down. They're like, who the fuck are you? Yep. <laughs> oh, this guy, this, uh, this guy with a moustache gave me this uh, ticket. Oh, he's giving everyone tickets. Okay, Stuart. He uh, sent us a tweet. Um, Big chance for JJD to make some sweet coin there, though. Oh, he could have got a fat check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stuart sent us a tweet, uh, had a photo mm-hmm. with JDD. Yep. Who we haven't seen for a couple of months. I'm, nah. worried, I'm worried, sick. I'm glad that people are keeping up to date so we know where he is. Well, you know where he is. He's been giving out tickets, Michael. Well, yeah. So I. Um, it's I, like fucking Batman. I said to Stuart, hey, can you tell us what the story is here? Uh, Stuart replied, after a terrific day at the G, I was lucky enough to score an invite to a Hawks grand final dinner at Crown. Very lucky. Yeah. Through the sea of people. I noticed JGD across the room and decided to head over a quick chat and a photo. Love it. A humble man. No need need to add that to you. We know that. We know that. He's just giving away a grand final. You might just say JGD. Yeah. A humble (laughs) man. man. A humble man. Yeah. Generous man. Yeah. JGD could not quite understand why I wanted to speak to him rather than his son. I explained that he was a favourite of junk time and we chatted about what a terrific move Jack had made coming back from Adelaide. I asked JGD about his new role in the AFL and he said it was great. He said it was great. As we parted ways, JGD thanked me for the chat. Class act. Yeah. And then JGD called the cops and said, (laughs) what the fuck is junk time? Why are they always talking about me? (laughs) I've heard rumours that people take photos of me at the game. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Stu. That's very kind of you. That's That's great. great. Yeah. So JGD, he's around. He's good. He's happy. He's well. He's safe. Mate, he's dishing out tickets. You want to go to the Boxing Day test, mate? You go up to JGD, he'll hook you up. Hey, I met a dude, actually, before Glen Ferry. I went into the pub and I had a little uh, sip of water because it was very warm, Adam. Uh uh, Good. Hydrating. Chatting to a guy and he was saying his first game was about nine. 1954, mm-hmm. like watching as like a seven-year-old or something, and he said that his dad uh, left him in his seat and went off and got pissed in the bar and lost him. So he wow. said he went home in a cop car. <laughs> wow! And so he said he arrived home back in Richmond where he's lived. Oh, was, fuck! Why didn't he walk? Knock on the door. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> fucking Richmond. You're seven, mate. It's fucking. It's the 1950s. You're not going to get bashed. Yeah, fine. just walk around, have a smoke, calm Hang down. down. Jack Dyer's walking around. Yeah. Look after you. <laughs> yeah. He's walking the streets with yeah. a trudgeon. Lou Richards knows what's going on. <laughs> and um, so he said that he wandered home and his uh, dad knocked on the front door. Yeah. And uh, his mum said, "You hide behind the couch or something." Uh huh. And the dad was very drunk and he said, "Oh." I've lost, I lost him. I don't know where he is. <laughs> and he said his mum hit him in the head with a rolling pin. Wow. That's, cl- that's quite brutal. Yeah. So we all have our memories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our first football yeah game. Some of them less violent than others. <laughs> but he was a nice guy. All right, well, let's move on from the grand final, shall we? Congratulations. Well done. Three, Pete. You did it all. One more song, time of the song. Da, 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 da. So we need to move on, though. Uh, new coaches mm. all around. Tom Pike. Yeah, Don Pike and John Walsfold. It seems, isn't it weird how it goes in cycles? Like uh, it was all about getting the Swans assistants for a little while there. Oh yeah, you know, good point. like uh, yeah. John Longmire and, and Stewie Jew was in the mix, and Paul yep. Ruse, obviously ex Swans. Yep. Then it, everyone's rating the Hawthorne. Yes, and because it was Geelong before that, of course. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, Sando Ken Hinkley came from and there. Sando, yeah. uh, one of the I know, and Collingwood as well when they were at the Test. The yeah. Scott brothers. Mark Neal. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, and then, of course, Hawthorne. Mm. And now it seems to be West Coast. John Walsfold, Don Pike. Mm. I want Daniel Chick to coach a team. That's, that's <laughs> got to be next on the, on the cards. Yep, yep. Or Cuz. Yep. Super team. <laughs> Get them all in. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Michael Gardner. Free that's going to be great. 
So yeah, Don Pike is is to coach the uh, the Crows, and he has come a little bit from the blue, hasn't he? Well, they I, I think for Adelaide they said he was very close last year, so yep. they probably just went well after the you know the tragedy that happened with Phil Walsh. He was he was going to be our number two. He's still available. Yep, yep. Let's just get him in there. And so they. The worst part was pretty strong about not, not taking on the job, even though he has jumped over to Essendon. Yeah. Um, and uh, Campo was a... Uh, I've, I've got to take some time and, you know... Yeah, and be more of an assistant. Yeah, yeah. Be a better assistant before a better coach. So, if anything, it's Don Park's really just kind of fallen in. Yeah. A bit of failure, really. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a bit of embarrassment, actually. I, I wouldn't have taken the job because clearly they didn't want him in the first place. So. Well, also, uh, John Walsfold, there's a big slap in the face to Adelaide. He, oh. was, he was living there. They offered him the job, and no. he went, nah, <laughs> I'm probably going to go to Melbourne, mate. Um, so, so Adelaide fans, if you see John Walsfold, spit in his face. Why do you think he wouldn't have wanted that job by the fact – and, I mean, is it, he, he doesn't want to live in Adelaide. or I mean, it's family concerns as well, but maybe you don't want to take on the pressure of another you know, two-team town again. Or you want to come to? Oh, a, that's a good point. Come to a place like uh, Essendon that's you know obviously very stable. Yeah, everything under control. Yeah, like, <laughs> they know gonna, everything is. They know they dot the eyes and they cross any, the t's and then they shred of, those dotted eyes <laughs> and cross t's. You know, like you know, in a couple of months time, like everything's kind of resolved. You know, there's not going to be any kind of mass exodus of the board. Nah. You know, the president's not going to leave. Stability yeah, is what you're that's after. That's what you want. You yeah, want. they are like a, a heavily fortified castle. Yes, <laughs> and his family just went. I. And bored when the Adelaide Fringe isn't on. Oh, yeah. And we need to get out of here, yep, Dad. Yep, yep. And he's going, I'm fucking right with you. Yeah, yeah. Let's move. Because he, he gets... has done a bit of time here. He did Carlton time, didn't he? Yes, yes. Yeah. He was. I think he was there for the Carlton... No. Was he still playing during the Carlton Premiership? He was there in the late 90s, that's for sure. Yep, yep. I've got a feeling. Did he retire in 98, 99? Yeah, okay. And yeah. then, yeah, he was with the Blues. Mm, yeah. And obviously at West Coast. Yeah. Um, so good on him though. Good on him though. It's very interesting. Very interesting. And there, isn't there one more that has to be decided? No, no. Brenda Bolton got the carton one already. So everybody yep. is ready to go. Everyone's happy and, and, and ready to rock for next year. Just jumping into trade yeah. trade games, mate. Because oh. already it starts. People are kicking around. Well, there's a lot of names bandied around, mm. isn't there? You know, uh, and and this the level that the trade has got to has been perfect for managers. Player managers can yep. just go, oh, you know, he's Michael Chamberlain's looking at you know going to these different podcasts, and yeah. then I've got to put a better deal on the yep, table yep. for you to keep you here. Yep, yep. And it's just not right. I am. Let's talk about Geelong. So they're obviously they're going to get Paddy Dangerfield. Yes. They Lockie Henderson wants to go there. Scott Selwood. Has said he wants to go to mm-hmm. Geelong. He's Reno. left West Coast. Reno. And um, Zach Smith from the Gold Coast. How are they? Who are, are they, they trading? Fit them all in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they can fit them all in, but yeah. they've got to give stuff up. Like Dangerfield, you've got to give up everything. We got to think. You got to. I think they're talking about a first pick and a player. First pick and a player, and mm. you would have to think next year's first pick. Yeah, or, and maybe or an assistant. And maybe an assistant coach. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you get to the rights to one of the nightclubs down in Geelong. Uh, Catman has to go to Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> He can be Crow Man. He can adapt. <laughs> yeah, Crow Man. That'd yeah. be good. Um, and then also, I think Harley Bennell, uh, Richmond said no to him. Uh, I think they saw he might even be wandering over to Frio. Well, the right? talk with Harley Bennell is the fact that he didn't rock up uh, to the physical. medical. Yeah. 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 He just went, nah, it's a bit early. Nah. It, was, it was on a Saturday morning yeah. and he didn't show. Oh, and his manager had come out and said, no, no, he, he was never going to do it. Yeah. And... Richmond just went, yeah, he should have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, uh, think, I think it was he wanted kind of a contract or something on the table before he'd go and do a medical. Really? There was some kind of demand they wanted before they'd do a medical. It's, but can, it's not easy to do a medical when you're pissed. Yeah, um, but his left arm, his drinking arm's very strong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a shame. But they're looking at him going to the talk is Fremantle. And mm-hmm. Fremantle are great at recycling players. Like, look how well Colin Sylvia did this year. <laughs> 
So if they can make Colin Sylvia work, like he, they got him to such a fat state <laughs> that you wouldn't even recognise Colin Sylvia. That's the effort that Fremantle put on. Yeah, he put on a lot of weight in the gym. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when I say gym, I say Subaki shop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's uh, Jake Carlisle. Has, he's he's uh, kind of sort of chosen security. He's out of security in Carlton. Yep. But he doesn't want to drive because he lives in Ascot Vale, lovely area okay. in Melbourne. Yep. And he doesn't want to drive all the way to Seaford. Yeah, it would be a fair hike, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be probably an hour once you're on the freeway and yeah, you're on yeah. your way there. But, uh, yeah, he's gone, don't want to do that. Yet he still chose to go there because Carlton's just up the road. That's just a straight drive down, you know, Maribyrnong Road. You walk to Brunswick yeah. Road. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. So, so he's going, I want to go to, I want to, go to Secure, but I don't want to drive to Seaford. You go, well, they're not moving yet. They're going yeah. to Maribyrnong eventually. But if he's getting seven hundred thousand dollars a year, how does um, suck it up, fuckhead? Yeah, sound. Yeah, or just move, move a bit closer. Yeah, rent something for yeah, a year. I think you'll be okay, mate. Yeah, I think it's not be fine. that far away. Carpool. Carpool. Yeah. There you go. You're bonding. You save money. You're bonding. Yeah. Save money. And you can go on the go on the faster lane because you got four or five oh, people in the car. You can get in that lane, yeah. can you? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And Cam McCarthy, he wants to leave. He wants to leave the Gold Coast. Uh, sorry, he wants to leave GWS, but he's got two years on his contract, and GWS is saying he's going nowhere. But everyone's talking that he's going to end up at Fremantle. Well, it seems contracts don't really mean much anymore, do they? Well, Tom Boyd is just he's and he he was the one. He destroyed contracts forever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jed Anderson says he might want to move as well, leave Hawthorne, get a few more opportunities. Yes. Um, I would love to see him at Carlton. And he's got a relationship with Brendan Bolton. Oh, there we go. Yeah, actually, that might come into play. But he's a Perth boy, so they're talking that he may end up in uh, WA. I've got a feeling he's a Darwin boy. I think he's a Northern Territory lad. Oh, okay. I think they're saying he might end up in Freo. Yeah. Oh, right. Sorry, I thought he was from Perth. And then I might be wrong. The big one is James H., who all year said that he... was going to leave the contract talks to the end of the season, and he's mm. managed by Liam Pickering. So everything he said has been absolutely true. Gospel. I'm looking at it right now. Yep. The article and saying, and I'm taking it. You can take this to take this to the bank. Yeah, it's happening. Whatever whatever Liam Pickering says here will it's happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, it will happen. So Aish uh, didn't sign a contract, but went to the club and got his pre-season training regime. And they went, uh, this is great. This means he's staying because he wants to get fit. Yeah. And then he came out and said, I want to go to Collingwood. And Brisbane said, not going to Collingwood. And can we have our paper back? Our pre-season yeah, we want, we that shit. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise other clubs will know how many burpees we told you to do. <laughs> All that sort of shit. And Pickering said, well, he's going to Collingwood. And Brisbane said, no, if we, he either stays here or he goes into the pre-season draft. Mm-hmm. In which case, a blue baggers. Uh, you're in. Yeah. You're in. We can pick him up. Yeah. Um, the The... Oh, Lions football director of football, Lee Matthews, yep. said earlier this week the club will not uh, uh. the club club will not budge on their position with Aish. Is there was no <laughs> use drafting a player and trading him out two years later? He's got a point. Fun little tradition at the MCG after Hawthorne premierships, Adam. Oh, what do you, you do to Lee? You go past the Lee Matthews statue and someone's put a little hawk scarf around oh, him. Isn't that nice? It's quite sweet. It's a nice little thing as you, as you drift off into the night. You yeah. just go there. He is. Look at him. Look no, at him. It's, it's lovely. Oh, it's, it's very deep play for Hawthorne again. There was talk that Jack Watts might be moved on as well. Really? They said the, his papers were on the table. He was, up, he was up for trade. And then 17 other teams said, <laughs> take him off. Just take it off the table. They're not interested. <laughs> what would you give up for Jack Watts? Uh, can of Coke and a Mars bar. Yeah? And a Mars bar? Do you need uh, to throw on the Mars bar? How low what about a future Mars bar? How low do draft picks go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, poor dude. But maybe he does need that. Maybe just oh, I think he does. If, you, need seriously, life. Yeah. if you put him in at Hawthorne, mm. he would be a fine Rowan Showmakers type player. I think he'd be terrific. He'd be really holding up the back line in Box Hill. Yes, be great. Yeah, 
And occasionally, when six people got injured, he would get a Guernsey. Definitely. For Hawthorne down in Launceston, when you're resting players. There was maybe a plane crash on the way to Brisbane. Yeah. And uh, we need next. <laughs> <laughs> You'd get him in there. Uh, good on him. It's, it, 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 it does kick off. It kicked off on Monday morning, didn't it? People talk. Trade radio, AFL Trade Radio got in there. Terry yeah. Wallace is out there. When does the actual trade... Season uh, begin. Is it this m- coming Monday? I've got it here on the AFL website. Let's have a quick look. I know you remember correctly. The draft is actually November 24. Yep. Uh, trade period, 12th of October to the 22nd. So kicking off on this Monday, Monday, Monday yeah. morning. They head off to Etihad, isn't it? And kind of. What do they do for. Do their deals. Nine days, just sit around going, oh, God. Was it last year there was nothing for ages? Yeah. Am I and right? Everything and everything happens on the last Thursday and Friday. Three minutes. And yeah. a 2 p.m. deadline. Why 2 p.m.? Really, 2 p.m.? Yeah. Oh, I hope the Eagles have their daylight savings worked out and their phone oh, connection. Oh, yes. Because like, last fuck year it they didn't do anything, did they? That was yeah. a three hour of the Eagles. They didn't do anything. I they, think neither did. They've got to work it out. They've got to yeah. get in line. They're trying to. The and where's the uh, where's the draft this year? Where's the AFL draft? Where's that being held? Uh, that's a good question. Let's have a quick look, and then we can look at the combine because that's happening today. Oh, <clears throat> what are we doing here? Shouldn't we be out watching the combine like a bunch of creeps? Oh, so isn't the draft up at Gold Coast or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, weren't they bidding for it now? Well, Looking that means I can just go of... straight from the. Uh, well, the players are already drafted. there. That's I think we've all talked about. The players are already there. Yeah, the school. School. So it's just like call them out. Ah, oh, good eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carlton. I'm playing, I'm playing for Maduri. Yeah. Um, the combine is on now. Yep. It's quite interesting, actually. So this is the test that the players go through to work out, you know, where they sit in the rankings for the, 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 pre, for the draft. Hmm. If they're good blokes or bad blokes. Yeah. And they, I wonder if they go and have little meetings now. Do they do the little meeting? I think they in? do. I think the, the clubs have a bit of a chat to them, get a gauge on, you know, yeah. what kind of fuckhead they are Ooh. and just work out, um, you know, whether or not they want to play for their club and what sort of person they are. So they do um, standing vertical leap. It's, apart from Ruckman... Hmm. What does that really matter? Well, I, I suppose it's the the rock one that they're looking at. Yeah, like yeah. They, I want to get. I mean, I look at some of the names here. But if you're say uh, Puopolo, yeah, and yeah. they go up again, and he goes, "Why? <laughs> I'm a tackling machine." Mate. Yeah, is yeah. there a tackling? Is there a tackling thing? Like, do they get you to like try and get your arms around Damien Monkhurst? Yeah, no. Actually, there's an excitement machine test. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then oh, they want to know if you can sell foot candy left and right, left and right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, running vertical leap, so that's the same thing. Yep. Uh, Nick Nat holds the record, equal le- uh, with Jared Brennan. Yep. Um, Twenty meter sprint, pretty uh, self-explanatory. Yep. Best times, uh, Joel Wilkinson, two point seven five. Oof, that sounds like a low number. Sounds that sounds pretty low. Uh, Jack Watts, two point eight two. Really? Yeah. Wow. Him. <laughs> um, and Melbourne saw that and went whoa. He's fast. Don't worry about the don't worry about the the Fijian guy that could jump high. <laughs> but did you see him over twenty meters? Yeah, look Woo. at that. <laughs> uh, then they have the agility test. So that's a bit of a I think a zigzag. Oh yeah, back and forth. Absolutely. And they have to do that a few times um, with a uh, little bit of recovery in between. Well, I guess uh, part of your agility of your zigzag that uh, is connected to candy. Yeah. Oh, everything candy orientated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's your basis, isn't it? Definitely. What definitely. kind of candy? BT took over the combine one, I think a couple of years ago because <laughs> it wasn't working. It was breaking down. Uh, getting picked in the no wrong idea. spot. Yeah. They said, BT, you're the expert. And he said, what you need, you need candy. Well, also, uh, you've got your boy, oh boy, wowee factor. Yep, yep. <laughs> and if that if that's off the right off the charts, uh-huh. then then you'll get a game. Because a lot of times they see a player and they're thinking that he's boy, oh boy, wow, but he's not boy, oh boy, wow, we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that, that's the difference. Over the edge. That's, that's premiership. That's different between Luke Hodges and got the wow, we. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then there's one specifically targeted at uh, Carlton and Melbourne. Um, there's the miss, the miss a target while in space. So if you can, if you can be in the back fifty and kick it out on the full, 
then they're like, oh, this guy's for yeah. us, yeah. you know. Um, if he can get a whole whole bunch of coaches to laugh hysterically. Yes. <laughs> you're in. Yeah, exactly. If you um, are standing still and someone's two metres from you uh-huh. and you miss them with the handball, mm-hmm. then you move up <laughs> into the, the radar of Carlton. <laughs> So it's pretty good. It's pretty. It's a very. It's a very in-depth combine. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Very clever. Very yeah. Clever. And if you like, clearly could not get a game at seventeen other teams, mm-hmm. then you're a prime candidate. <laughs> it's just little things that they look for. Those little factors that they want from you. Well, they do have. Um, they do have things named after players. The Nathan Buckley kicking test. Well, I, cause I actually read about that a few years ago because I think what they used to just have was players, you know, being able to hit a target from 40 metres, yeah. which obviously is important. Yeah. But anyone, anyone apart from certain clubs can yes, do that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, occasionally we can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get a helicopter kick to go in the vicinity of, <laughs> Carlton will draft you. But the Nathan Buckley one, from memory, is you get the ball given to you and then I think you have to wheel around, so turn around 180 degrees mm. and they tell you left or right, you have to hit a target. Mm. And so they make you do that a few times yep. just so it's not as simple as got it in your head, just got to get, you know, basically got to have a good kick. Yep. It's about decision-making. Yep, and if you can do it in, under pressure. Under pressure, yeah. yeah. Um, they then have the Matthew Lloyd clean hands test. Yeah, right, so does that mean you're running full tilt at the ball? No, and no, 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 you're just washing your hands, just washing <laughs> them, just checking them, no germs. You yeah, know, right. If you're going to be selling hand candy, Yeah, okay, hands. no, that's fair enough. Well, I think, was it was it Lloyd, he set the record for most games without gastro? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they do the Matthew Lloyd diving. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. So you've got to, <laughs> got to dive under pressure. Well, Lindsay Thomas led that for and years. Pull the umpire and get the free. Yep. Uh, it requires six, ha- uh, six takes and six handballs. Must be completed in 35 seconds. So the player takes the ball and then receives a random instruction uh, from a caller. Not just like, you know, (laughs) from from a caller too. So Trout from Woodend. (laughs) Brad from Eltham. uh, And John from Hawthorne. They call up and they say, (laughs) he must then handball six metres left or right. So is this the Matthew Lloyd one? Yeah, 10 metres left or right. Yep. uh, Or eight metres left or right to a target. The ball will be kicked to him three times and roll it at him three times. Okay, so they roll it all on the ground. You pick it up, you handball left or right. Can I just say, uh, I mean, well, I, I didn't follow they, Matthew Lloyd yeah, that closely. How did Matthew Lloyd clean hands? Yeah, I would have said uh, that would have been maybe goal kicking perhaps. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got a whole end of a football ground named after him for his goal kicking traits. Well, here they have the Brad Johnson goal kicking test. Maybe could have switched that around. Yeah. Give Brady the clean hands. And Although the, him... Bra- the Brad Johnson smiley test. Yeah. Like, what are you smiling at, mate? Uh, nothing, haven't thought of anything. Oh, okay, you fucking weirdo. And my best friend's really sick. Ah, good times. Yeah, yeah um, stop smiling. Um, okay. Four man on the mark, apparatus. Oh, well, we don't need that. Uh, apparatus is set up at various distances from goal and on specific angles. Oh, is this the Brad Johnson yeah, goal Yeah, so kick? you have yep. five kicks for goal, two set shots, one right foot snap, one left foot snap, and a kick on the run. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you just... Having shots, yeah, yeah pings at goal. Having, having yeah, various pings at goal, yeah. Um, I imagine they don't need to test that one. I mean, you you would see that in the in the game vision that you've watched of the kids at the TAC Cup, haven't you? I suppose so. Yeah, like rather than uh, seeing them kick over a cardboard man, mm. they really haven't thought these through. Anyway, so then they have the uh, the Dane Swan bourbon test. Oh yeah, yeah, it's so not bad. They line up ten bourbons. Yeah. And you have to drink them all in 35 seconds. Fuck, that's not bad. Yeah, while well, at the same time, you've got a, you've got a guy in a balaclava with yeah. a, <laughs> yeah. a flamethrower. Yeah. He's running at you. You've got to yeah, absolutely. You've got to, and you've got to do that on the ground so you don't get smoke inhalation. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough test. Yeah. Not many people can get through it. Obviously, uh, 
Swanee can. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I, that's why it's named after him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we got a f- couple little pump-ups, Adam. Here we go. One to the winner of our footy tipping competition. Congratulations. Jeremy Cullen. Well done, Jeremy. Well done, Jeremy. You won by two, two uh, tips. 154. Congratulations, Jeremy. Yep. Who came second, Adam? Uh, I don't really care. It doesn't really matter, does oh. it? I did. Did you? <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. I lost by two. Uh, and then uh, Bilby Act uh, came third on uh, 151. So congratulations. Well, congratulations. You've been yeah. at a field of about 85 people. So that's a hell of a championship. Yeah, you've done very well. You finished 18th, Adam, on 143. Well done. Oh, thanks. Well, I get a better draft pick than you, dickheads. Yeah, it's been a good year for you. Yep. Uh, and thank you, everybody, who did join us. It was quite a lot. Yeah, well, obviously, we'll run that again next year. I had a lot of fun doing that. Except yeah. uh, once you fall behind, once you get eight or nine behind, you're like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a couple in the, uh, in the later, in the final, essentially, if I wanted to make, make a name for myself. Yep. Uh, I had to go rogue. Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of just I tipped the winners. Yep. But so did Jeremy. So, yep. <laughs> well done. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and also, um, in uh, Go Fuck Yourself news... Um, Gabby Greco, Jeff Edelston. Hang on, I don't. I just got back from overseas, Michael. Well, Let me down gently. Well, you probably found out. I mean, that's probably why we're at war. They broke up. Oh. Yeah, but I think it's like official now. I think it's. I think it genuinely might be real now. I think she might have headed overseas and disappeared. That is, you just yeah. You know when you just have hopes. But how much of a dick move is this? Hang so, on, hang on, hang on. Michael. She faked being pregnant and then the subsequent miscarriage. Like, what kind of dick? What? No, Michael. That's probably part of her an art installation. Of, what horrific people. Just no, I, Michael, I've got to defend them. They were in love. They I know were... she's an artist and a DJ. Yeah. But that's, that's, uh, that's something you don't fuck around with. There are real people in the world with real problems, and you're not one of them, Gabby. No, she, Michael, please, please. She was probably uh, under stress. She didn't know she couldn't find her clothes. That's why she was wandering around uh, Lonsdale Street she, in the nude. Yeah, delusional. Yeah, she's just doing it tough. I just think you're being a little bit harsh, and I hope that... Uh, if they, if they don't get back together, I hope that Jeff finds another uh, vacuous, money-hungry lady to spend months with. They're both scumbags. Anyway, the point is, Juddy, good news to end up on. Oh, Juddy, Chris absolutely. Judd. What did he do this time? He won the Madden medal. Yes! Yes, he Madden won the medal. Madden, Madden medal. Fuck, I was hoping he'd win that. Named after Joel Madden, Benji Madden. Yep. <laughs> he, won, <laughs> he won the Madden medal, which is to recognise a player's contribution to football, family, personal development and the community. It wow. was awarded on Friday. Hang on, let's, the... hang on, let's break those down. Let's okay. break down each thing. Football. He's good at football. He was very good at football. Good at football. Family. Got the two delightful little kids. Loves the family, but he's got a man cave, so he likes to get away from the family. Did they factor that into it? <laughs> Sorry, Beck. You look after Oscar and uh, the other one. I've got to go in the man cave. Personal development. So we, we knew young Juddy, and now we know mature Juddy. Yeah. Juddy's gone out into the workforce now as well. Yeah, he's like okay. nine to five Juddy. He's not like just kicking a ball Juddy. He's yep, like a yep. businessman. He's getting this shit done. Yep. Uh, and then we have... He's the new Donald Trump, isn't he? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. If, we had pri- if, we do- if we have Prime Minister Judd shortly, in a couple of years' time, I would not be surprised I'd whatsoever. I'd be okay with that. But from his own party too, the Judd party, and everybody getting on board. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'd vote for that. that. I'd yeah. vote for a guy. I've already voted. Vote for Juddy? Yeah. Vote for a guy. F- first lady. What a first lady. Yes, <laughs> let's vote for Juddy. <laughs> what a first lady that to have. right. And she, she's business-minded too. Yeah. We know how yeah, much she... economy would get back. Yes. I mean, things have become a lot more expensive. Yes, true. There might, might, might be some $7,000 belts going around. But, but that's okay. We, we will know how to... the economy. We will know how to struggle, how to get by on Struggle Street. Yeah. When you know you can have a night nanny. Yeah. <laughs> that's those kind of things that, the, that this <laughs> nation is that would be calling her, out for. That would be for every baby. Night nanny, everyone. Yeah. Night nanny. Yeah. Now, 
He also did it because um, he got the award for his contribution to the community. He did. The YouTube community, when that guy in Logan was yelling at him. Yeah. He helped out YouTube. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Juddy does a lot for the community. I've seen him out uh, washing windscreens. Yes, yes, On the corner yes. of uh, Swan Street and Victoria Street. And there were a few uh, reasons why he did win. Swan and Pun, <clears> sorry. <throat> yep. Uh, he brought up uh, Mirabelle Foundation, obviously a great cause. Yep. And, of course, uh, he was obviously an ambassador for Vizzy. So yes. you knew the Vizzy was going to come good sometime. Helping the environment. Yeah. Helping the environment and helping out financial planners everywhere. Had nothing to do with... Get, mate. Another way to skirt the salary cap. Nothing to do with that. He, he's passionate. He's you are sullying a Madden medalist in front of my face. I should punch you in the face, my friend. How dare you? This Daddy. is Chris Judd, Madden medalist. Uh, Juddy. Yeah. How many does Luke Hodge have? Uh, a fucking zero. <laughs> and Goodsy said he didn't want to be considered. Is it a bit pre... Presumptuous to go, don't consider me. They're like, okay. <laughs> uh, he would have been, surely, a front-runner yeah. for it. I'm a bit like when Catherine Heigl said, I don't want to be nominated for an Emmy. Yep. I don't feel like I've had the, the scripts for it, which was a bit of a dick move as well. Yeah. So Man, I'm not, I'm s- no way am I comparing Catherine Heigl to Adam Gould. You're sledging I mean, everyone. You're sledging Catherine Heigl, Gabby boo, Greco. Catherine Heigl, boo. <laughs> oh, I've got something about blonde women. You're going, yeah, boo. you don't like it. Catherine Heigl. Yeah. <laughs> and you're single, why? <laughs> she was a terrible player. Yeah. Um, Hey, I think we might have reached the end, Adam. I believe we have. Final. I believe we have. We will be around. We're going to be popping in during the draft and all that jazz and trading. We're going to be popping in, hopefully do a few more interviews over the course of the summer as well. Yes, well, I uh, I was chatting to some uh, AFL, the captain of the year, actually, Bob Murphy, yep. who said that he would happily come on the show. So there we we'll, go. We'll Verbal hold him to, Yeah, we'll hold him to that <laughs> word. And, uh, you know, being an AFL player, we know he's going to honour it. Yep, yep, yep. And we're going to yeah, we're going to be popping in by the fact that the football football world never sleeps, does it? Never sleeps. That's 24-7, 365. Yeah. So I'm sure in maybe in a couple of weeks we'll hit one up on uh, uh, following the trade week and yep. trade talk and everything that's gone down yep. then. And, uh, well, yeah, we'll be floating in across the summer. Yeah. But um, this is the first Saturday without football and I feel, I feel empty. I it's feel, so I feel boring, wrong. isn't it? Yeah, I've, so had to, I've had to take my app off the front screen of my phone yeah, and put yeah. it to the back because there's no <laughs> point in looking at that. Oh, God, there it's needs so... to be a trade app. They need to be, well, there probably would be actually. Yeah, trade radio probably has stuff on like that. Yeah, I need They're to look into that. Mm, yeah, so it's pretty boring. I'll tell you what you could do, Adam. Why don't you hang around? We can watch the grand final. Watch that second half that you didn't see. We're happy to Have a great summer, Junk Timers. On zero! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.